What's up, everyone? It's your host, Jonathan Watts. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't already, please leave us a rating and subscribe below. And if you get any value from today's show, please share it on all social media platforms. Hope you guys enjoy. One, two, three, four. I want you guys to ask yourself this question. How do you react when the going gets tough? How do you react when you hit some adversity? And I want you to think about that question as we go through the story of Kobe Bean Bryant. So when the going gets tough, how do you react? And when we hear the name Kobe Bryant, Some words probably come to mind. The Black Mamba, the Mamba mentality, championships, legend. That's what comes to mind when we hear the name Kobe Bryant. Because he was a legend of the game of basketball. And he inspired millions through his mindset, through his work ethic, through his impact he left on the game. But what people don't know enough about are the roadblocks that Kobe went through, the failures, the adversity that he hit along his journey he started a game once 0 for 15 that didn't stop him from shooting he tore his achilles he broke his patella in back-to-back seasons he lost twice in the nba finals he had failures just like we all do throughout our journey some bigger than others some more magnified but all we we all go through those roadblocks, those failures, those hard times. But for Kobe, there was one failure that stood out from them all. It was May 11th, 1997, his rookie season, his first playoff experience. And it was an elimination game against the Utah Jazz. They were down three games to one. And the game was tied at 89 apiece with about 15 seconds to go. And with a team led by Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, the rookie, the youngin, the teenager, he got the final shot. And what did he do with it? He airballed it. So the game went to overtime. And in overtime, Kobe got more opportunities. He had a three from the wing. What did he do? He airballed. He had a mid-range jumper. What did he do? He airballed. He had another three at the end of the game. What did he do? He airballed. Four airballs in the span of five minutes. And the Lakers lost. Their season was over. And for Kobe Bryant, it was a low point. So how was he going to respond? When the going got tough, when he hit some adversity, how was Kobe Bryant going to respond? But before we answer that question, we need to go back in time to about five years earlier in Kobe's journey. The year before he was entering high school, Kobe signed up for the Sunny League in 1992, which was a a basketball league in Philadelphia. And it was an opportunity to play against some rougher and more difficult competition, a rougher brand of basketball in the Philadelphia area. 
The competition includes some of the best players in the area. And many of the athletes were two to three years older than Kobe. So how did this go? How did his summer in the Sunny League go? He didn't score a single point. Not the entire summer. Not a breakaway layup. Not a wide open three. Not a layup at the end of the game. He didn't score a single point. And for Kobe Bryant, he said, It was a turning point for me. It really was. Zero points the whole summer. And that became a big motivating factor for me. To make sure when I came back to the Sunny Hill League, I was ready to play. I was ready to compete. So how did he respond to that adversity? How did he respond to scoring zero points over an entire summer? It was humiliation that became motivation and motivation that became an obsession. So for the next four years, basketball became Kobe's life. It was early mornings at Lower Marion High School gym where he played high school ball at. It was summer spent playing basketball from sunrise to sunset. It was evening spent watching film of the game's greatest players like Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan. As Kobe said, basketball consumed him. I decided to spend most of my free time, nights and weekends, going to the gyms and playing basketball by myself. That's how Kobe responded to adversity, with work, with motivation. And that's how he responded in 1997, after his four airball game. He didn't feel sorry for himself. He didn't bitch and moan. What he did is he saw that he came up short. He saw that he failed. And he assessed why he airballed. He wanted to know why he came up short. And it was because he wasn't strong enough. That was the reason why. He saw that his legs were giving out. His body was breaking down as the season went on. So what did he do? He had to get stronger. And that's what he did. He got back into the gym. He started lifting more weights. He strengthened his lower body so he could be prepared for the 82-game season. For the playoff rough brand of basketball that was to come his following year. So when adversity hit him. When the going got tough, Kobe responded with work, and he used that failure as direction. It showed him what wasn't working and what he had to do to make it work. So ask yourself this. How do you respond when adversity hits? And there are, I think there are three things that you can really look for or try to do when adversity hits. The first is what Kobe did. Look for why you failed. What were the reasons why? Kobe came up short on his shots because he lost his strength. He wasn't prepared for an 82-game season. He wasn't strong enough. That adversity, that failure guided solutions and problem solving. So look for why you failed. Don't get overcome with emotion. Don't let emotion be your response. Use the event and then assess the event to guide you forward. Number two, turn that emotion, that humiliation you feel into motivation and obsession. That's what Kobe did. He felt bad that he only scored, that he didn't score any points in the Sunny Hill League. He was probably demoralized that he lost and let his team down. But he used that motivation in the right direction to get better so he would come back better prepared 
the following year and for the rest of his career. So when the going gets tough, when you hit a roadblock, when life throws you curveballs, they often offer you direction. They show you where you should go, what you need to do, what you need to do, how you can be better. But that's only going to happen if you let them, if you look for what these things can teach you and guide you. And adversity will either make you or it will break you. You can use it to your advantage or you can let it use you and break you. You get to decide. So constantly ask yourself this question. When the going gets tough, when you hit some adversity, how do you respond? What's up, everyone? If you guys want to take your life, to take your game, to take your craft to the next level, I highly recommend you subscribe to our Chasing Greatness newsletter, where every Monday morning I send you guys a book to read, a podcast to listen to, some ideas and thoughts to consider, some questions to answer, some challenges to try to help in your pursuit of greatness. You can sign up in the show notes below. Peace.